What, which, this, that, or the other? From Bonnaroo to Coachella, traversing the music festival landscape can be tricky. That's where we come in with high fives for everyone. The What Podcast with Brad, Barry, Lord Taco, dedicated to exploring the entire festival scene. Brad has worked in the radio industry for more than 20 years and currently lives in Brooklyn, where he is program director for three stations, including one in New York, one in Detroit, and one in Miami. Barry's been a reporter for the Chattanooga Times Free Press, covering all aspects of the entertainment industry since 1987. That's before you were born. Lord Taco, the smart guy who makes these podcasts on our website at thewhatpodcast.com work. Also really good at identifying babies, loves blue-haired moms, PBR, and his beautiful Volkswagen bus. We all fell in love with the Bonnaroo Festival years ago, not only because of the amazing bands that play there every year, but also because of the incredible community spirit that has developed around it. Radiate positivity. And we really like talking about the inside baseball stuff when it comes to putting on a huge music festival. So join us. You can hear the What Podcast on the Consequence Podcast Network or anywhere you find your favorite podcasts. Welcome to Good for a Weekend, the podcast where two friends talk about Taylor Swift. I'm Allie Klebus. And I'm Christy Cornus. And today we have a surprise for both you and Allie. Whoa. <laughs> All right, let's hear it. Allie does not know what we are talking about today because I want her raw, unfiltered reactions to this, okay? Yeah, not a damn clue. No. <laughs> I, I know nothing. So we're going to start a new series called Taylor Swift Stan Drama. And this is part one of who knows how much. I mean, I think the Stan drama that exists on the internet is infinite, so we could have hundreds of these. <laughs> it's possible. And we could be the center of one in the future with our new roaster reads. Like, I feel like people we could sure get could. mad at We us. could get canceled. Yeah, we could get canceled by the Taylor Swift fan community. I did boldly allege that a, a woman had committed arson on our TikTok. explain this real quick to people who yeah. might not know? Okay. Let's, let's get into that before we get into the episode. We started a new thing on our TikTok called Roaster Read, where you can send us your full Taylor Swift rankings, and we will roast or read your ranking. And we have a tutorial video on there. We'll link that in our show notes that Allie made that tells you exactly how to make your full rankings and how you can send it to us. Mm -hmm. um, for example, I made a read, which is where we kind of read it like it's your astrology sign, your birth chart, your horoscope, where we look at your rankings and look at you as a person because it can really <laughs> tell you a lot about you, how you rank the 150-something Taylor songs. Yes. There's a lot you can learn. And with the reading that I did, a girl, Louise, sent us one that had Mad Woman, Better Than Revenge, and I did something bad, like, all in her, like, top eight. And I was like, you definitely have committed arson in your life at least once. <laughs> all um, very intense songs. <laughs> you have an anger within you that you might want to work on. Probably an Aries. <laughs> Probably. And Ali had a recent roast where she roasted someone for having All Too Well as their number one. Which is something we've already covered on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. So if you want to be roasted, let us know. You have to specify which one because they yes. can only be a minute long. We can't do both. Uh, it's all in good fun. We're not going to be mean. We're just going to be silly. I mean, but we're going to read you to filth. <laughs> if it's mean, it's meanness and good fun. And you ask for it. You can't just, like, yeah. go ask for a roast and then, like, not get roasted. Exactly. Um, both are 
equally amazing options. Allie and I take turns. So if you request a roast or read, it's not like you're going to get one of us each time. Mm-hmm. We just take turns doing it. So yeah, send that our way. Watch the tutorial video that Allie made on our TikTok at Good for a Weekend Podcast. Mm-hmm. And without further ado, I think we should explain the, the stand drama. Yes, let's get started. This is about Fady, and I just want to put a trigger warning at the top of this episode for suicide, uh, cyberbullying, unsolicited dick pics, uh, possible kidnapping. Um, This content is not suitable for all audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Okay, I'm scared now. (laughs) I'm getting flashbacks to Che Voodoo. I'm getting flashbacks. (laughs) um for legal and ethical reasons i will not be sharing their usernames on this episode okay and most of the accounts we mention here and that we have screenshots of they are deactivated or suspended so i mean it it wouldn't really matter regardless but i do just want to say that these are strong allegations that i can't just repeat without having a source so I will have the sources on our website if you do want to see the original tweets that I'm reading. But for the sake of this podcast, I'm not going to like say their usernames out loud. You're making me think like a Stan committed murder or something. <laughs> like, oh, no. Uh, th- there was not a crime committed. <laughs> okay. But I, y'all know me. I am a daughter of a lawyer. I know when to save my ass. And this is one of them. Wow. Okay. I'm a little but again, scared. I, I'm not just going to tell y'all a story without having any sources. I got to cite my sources. They're going to be on the website. But on, on this episode, I'm going to be respectful of their identities. Okay. 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 That's I think fair. that's fair. Yeah. And I do just want to add to that, that this is all Twitter drama. Like, this is all on Twitter. So take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> like, everything that happens here is alleged. All of the sources are screenshots. Like, I mean... <laughs> Believe what you want to believe, right? Yeah. People on the internet lie. And there is no such thing as a reliable Twitter source. <laughs> <laughs> Cressy, I'm really happy that you researched and wrote this episode because you know me, I get on Twitter like once every three months. Like I'm so <laughs> unaware of any of this. Yeah, this happened about a year ago. It was around the same time we started the podcast. And I remember thinking, should we do an episode on this? <laughs> and look at us now. A look year later... A ranked podcast, and we're finally doing this episode. And one last disclaimer, this might be told slightly out of order because it all happens so fast and the screenshots don't always have dates and timestamps on them. But I mean, this all happened within a few days. So it's not like it's going to be crazy out of order, right? And now it's in Taylor Stan history books for the rest of- Forever. (laughs) Yeah, eternity. So the main characters of our story today, Allie, are- Fady, he is the main character. He is a Lebanese Swifty. Okay. With around 10,000 followers currently on his account. Okay. His former boyfriend, Ben, who was also a pretty big account on Twitter as well, but his account has since been suspended. Okay, so Ben's the antagonist here. No. Oh, okay. All right. All Maybe. Right. Um... You we'll, we'll, we'll let you decide. We'll decide if we're Team Fady or Team Ben at the end There of are no teams here. Everyone oh, sucks. Oh, God. Oh, no. You don't okay. want to be Team Fady or Team Ben. Okay. I take that all back. 
And then lastly, Riley, a friend to both Fady and Ben, who uses they, them pronouns. Okay. So if you hear me say they, them, I'm referring to Riley. Riley. Okay. And about a month before Folklore came out last year, Ben and Fady broke up. Now, for some background on their relationship, apparently they had a very on-and-off-again relationship that didn't seem like the most stable from what I've seen online talked about, Uh to say the least. And this is what Ben posted on his Instagram after their last breakup. Quote, Today I got out of a mentally abusive, toxic, manipulative relationship. When I first broke up with Fady, he overdosed and said it was because of me. I broke up with him initially as he went onto my account without permission and threatened a friend who was a guy to not speak to me. He was hospitalized and then threatened to do it again, and he went to a train station, and the only way I got him to go back was if I agreed to take him back. His cousin started to counsel me for free, which was his eye. He, I think he means idea there, which was his idea. Okay. He never told me, but that was sweet. Most of the sessions were about Fady, however, our relationship, how I'm not doing enough, how I'm doing this wrong and that. She gaslighted me every session and I kept going along with it as I thought she was genuinely caring about me. I was wrong. Things started to go well, but red flags continued to pop up. How he's constantly overwhelmed me when I said it was too fast. All his talks of marriage and a future together, it was intense. Mind you, I have depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts, and my mom is sick again. I'm struggling really fucking bad. I broke things off with Fady last night. The minute I told Georgina, that's the counselor, Fady was in Beirut threatening to cut himself and end his life because of me. Then his cousin told me to get back together with him to fake it so he would be back on track and break up with him again in the future. Oh my god. This is what I had to deal with. And I thought I was at fault. I thought I wasn't good enough. He's going to become a model. He's financially stable. I'm broke as fuck. I'm not good looking. I'm suicidal. It's not great. But I realized through sessions with his cousin what was happening. Because I learned to value who I was as a person and I opened my eyes to everything. The more I opened up to my friends, the more they helped me through it as well. Fuck all previous dramas I've had. Fuck Twitter for a hot minute. I already left because my mental health and needing to be with my mom again, and I got sent this. That's my story. I thought I was in love, but I was being emotionally controlled and manipulated by a man who I thought was going to be my husband, end quote. Uh, The screenshot does not show the photo that uh, this was captioned. So when he says, this is what I was sent, I'm assuming it's a screenshot of a text from Fady or something like maybe yeah. like like threatening his life again or something very manipulative or maybe something really rude and assholey. Yeah. I, we don't know what the picture is. I couldn't find a screenshot, but this is the caption. And I think we learn a lot here. What are your thoughts, Sally? Um, personally, like I, I feel for Ben, you know, but we are only getting his side of things. Mm -hmm. I'm never really on the side of airing so much dirty laundry on a public space. Like, especially Mm -hmm. if Fady has 10,000 followers, I just, I just wouldn't spill the tea that publicly, you know? Mm -hmm. Because it sounds like Fady struggles with some mental health issues as well, most likely. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know. That's kind of where I'm at. And we do need to remind everyone that they are both too big 
stan accounts and the swifty fandom okay so people were likely invested in their relationship or maybe if they did break up people would notice yeah so i can see him wanting to make a statement like don't ask me about fady like we're through look at what he sent me or look at whatever the picture was yeah this is why i i found my worth and blah 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 yeah i guess it's like protecting himself from people like reaching out like fuck you, you broke up with Fady. Yeah, like that yeah. kind of thing. Okay. And these are Stan accounts. Yeah. They're all very connected. Yeah. But let's just go over the things that we learned in this post. We learned that Fady was allegedly emotionally abusive towards Ben and that Ben had even started counseling with Georgina to work through this. Why are you going to your boyfriend's cousin for therapy? <laughs> I know it's so sketchy, but he does mention a few times in his caption how broke he is and how he's not financially stable. So if he is getting the opportunity to receive mental health help and he is struggling with his mental health for free, I I can see being in a desperate position and taking free counseling. Yeah. Just seems like just because I mean, I, I totally understand why he went, but like it's kind of the point of the therapist to be an unbiased third party. And that's like inherently biased. Yeah, yeah. But. (laughs) So let's get into who Ben is. Well, Ben has had some problematic accusations as well. Around the same time of all of this drama that we're about to dig into, a thread emerged exposing Ben. Oh, God. Allegedly. This is a lot. I also believe the person who created this thread is slash was a minor at the time. So again, I'm not going to be saying their username. Yeah. But again, all of the links to the tweets and stuff will be on our website if you want to look for yourself. Basically, Ben allegedly would refer to this user as a condom because of the way he would use them for notices and then dispose of them. He also made fun of a girl for coming out as a lesbian. This is all things that happened in our group chat, by the way. Okay. Um, He sent unsolicited dick pics to the group chat and the group chat included minors. And he was just generally problematic, allegedly. And when called out on this, he allegedly would threaten suicide and then disappear, not like answer his phone, just to scare everyone in that group chat. Oh my God. So overall, it sounds like he was a manipulative and toxic friend to this user who created the thread. Yeah. And other people might have witnessed this as well. So that's why I wanted to clarify when you said, like, Team Ben or Team Fady. Like, I don't think we should be rooting for either of them. No. No. (laughs) Even if only 10% of this is true, neither are great. (laughs) Makes me kind of sad because, like, if you are, like, a big Stan account, you probably have a lot of, like, young people following you. So it makes me sad that these are the role models of the Stan community. And Stan accounts work together to get retweets and notices from Taylor and Taylor Nation. So they all are very intertwined. Okay. I didn't realize that it was like that big of a net, you know? Oh, yeah. Like there are groups of Taylor fan accounts that where if one posted that they bought some of the Taylor vinyls, like everyone in that group will all retweet it to help them get noticed. Like they all help each other. Oh, that's kind of nice. I mean, like I just didn't, I I don't know why. I just never really thought it was that deep, you know? <laughs> like I didn't Oh yeah, realize. it's a very intense community. There are a lot of real friendships and a lot of not real friendships. 
And it's like how organized the Swifty community is. Like, you know how they say, like, that's why Taylor Swift wins all the awards because her fans are so organized and like Mm -hmm. will show out, you know? Absolutely. But let's continue to our timeline. So soon after Ben and Fady's last breakup, it was announced that Fady had taken his own life. I believe the exact date was June 20th, 2020. While Riley's account no longer exists, and I don't have the timestamps to prove this, just from the context clues, I believe they are the ones who first announced his passing. Apparently, Riley learned of his death through one of Fady's family members on Facebook Messenger. And I do want to take a moment to pause here to explain how much digging I did for this episode. Like, I went on the Wayback Machine, I searched the word Fady on Twitter and looked at every single tweet that included the word Fady. I think I've seen every single tweet that still exists that is about the situation. Like, I really put in my English (laughs) degree to work But there are a lot of suspended and deactivated accounts. So again, I can't know this for sure. A lot of this is just context clues of seeing people tweet at them. Because while I can't see Riley's account, I can see replies to Riley. So I read every single reply that Riley's account ever received. Oh my god. To get like this context clues. Okay. And some of them did include screenshots. Of like text messages with Ben or Fady? Of Riley's tweets. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So again, I just want to say I did the best I could uh, with research. (laughs) You're doing amazing. I think Riley is the first person who shared this. Okay. And while Fady was frequently problematic, the entire fandom all mourned his loss and had a day of silence out of respect. He was a very popular account. And at the account's peak, it actually had around 13,000 followers. Wow. It was really big. A great number. And this was a a really hard thing for Swifties, as you can imagine, because a lot of Stan Twitter users in the Taylor Swift fandom, they're all very young. So it's not great to hear that a big account took their own life. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, it's just, that's a hard thing for anyone of any age, but especially this demographic, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. So everyone mourned. I remember seeing that day on Twitter. It was a very dark and sad day. Even though he was problematic, he was a huge account. And this was around this time last year or June of last yep. year? Oh my yep. God. So a few days after his death was confirmed by Fady's family member, strange tweets appeared on his account. What? Including, quote, and I'm, I'm just going to read these right after another. I'm not going to say end quote, quote, end quote, quote, to like say every, every tweet. Yeah. I'm just going to go through them. Okay, let's hear it. Quote, this is a distress signal. Please receive it. SOS. SOS 2. Sa familia payera. That means his family will pay. He has five days only. 20k euros for a lead on him. End quote. What? So Taylor Swift's stan Twitter blew up, of course, because this is a man who who died. Yeah. And now there's these tweets on his account that has been unactive for days because he is presumably dead saying like he's been kidnapped and he's being held hostage for money. Right. Oh, my God. What? His name started trending worldwide. (laughs) This was huge. Like, remember, this is before... Folklore came out. We're still in the lover era, mid-pandemic. 
nothing was going on. Yeah. We had not much to talk about. Only Fady. So people were already talking about him and mourning. So this kind of added to that. And I think this is why his name started trending. Because people were already talking about him. And then this happens. Breaking news. And some people, I think most people thought it was either a hacker. That was the overall overwhelmingly um, thought idea that this could be everyone assumed it was a hacker just using his popular account for clout because people do that people try to hack into accounts with a lot of followers just for the clout or fady himself but that was a very unpopular opinion at the time because his family member confirmed his death so anyone who thought that it was fady himself was kind of like come on like yeah why would multiple family members on Facebook, like, confirm his death? That's really fucked up. And also, whoever hacked this account, they're fucked up. Like, you guys are being so disrespectful. Like, leave his account alone. Well, and I gotta be honest, like, I don't- I'm struggling to know how to react right now to this, you know? Because, like, I don't know how this ends. And then, yeah, like, it feels insensitive. Yeah. And imagine being, like, 13, 14, and this is all happening. It feels insensitive to be like, oh, well, Fady faked his death. Yeah. Because like, we have no reason to believe that this is a lie. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, I don't know how to respond to this mm-hmm. part of the story, honestly. Yeah, and I, I don't think anyone believed that this was a real ransom kidnapping situation. <laughs> yeah. I think people overwhelmingly assumed it was a hacker. Yeah. Then, Riley tweets, this is where it all happens. This is where shit hits the fan. Gets crazier than it already is. This is, this is where things take a turn. This is when people get mad. Oh. Riley tweets, quote, he's been emailing me for the last few days. I wasn't going to publicize it. End quote. Right? What the fuck, Riley? I could not find any screenshots of the said emails. I don't know if Riley shared those or if they just said he's been emailing me for the last few days. I wasn't going to publicize it. But people are fucking pissed because this confirms that Riley had reason to think that he was alive for days and was watching people online grieve. Oh, like my deeply God. Grieve. Like suicide is such a heavy and triggering topic for most human beings. Yeah. And this was a really dark time for a lot of people in the fandom who were already struggling with their own mental health. Like, I saw a tweet from, I believe, someone we might even be mutuals with, or maybe it was retweeted. I don't know how I saw it, but somehow I saw it. But they, like, relapsed in self-harm because of how triggering his death was. And then they find out it was all fucking fake. Also, like, Riley just seems like almost the shittiest person of it all. They're the one spilling the tea, you know, on Twitter, Mm -hmm. seemingly out of the drama, but, like, reaping all the attention of it. But now, negative attention, like, it's not, like, but some people live for that, you know? Some people Mm -hmm. live for that negative attention, you know? So it's, like... Exactly. And this is just a reply they made. They replied to someone. Again, I do not know what the exact reply was. Maybe it was like, um, Riley, what is this? Because this was after all of the, like, I've been kidnapped tweets, you know? Yeah. So people are pissed. And uh, then Ben tweets. And at this point, I think Ben was in denial that Fady could have faked his own death. 
Yeah. Because he also tweeted at, at the same time this is all happening. I mean, this is literally all, all of these screenshots are in, within minutes of each other. Oh, my God. This is all happening very fast. Ben said, quote, just coming on here to clear up Fady's recent tweet. Family members have confirmed explicitly Fady's passing after miscommunications. Hence, his friends, including me, have received weird SOS emails. We think it's fake and someone is using his account for attention and mind games. End quote. This is crazy. This is like a CW drama right now. Mm-hmm. So right now it seems like Ben and Riley might be on different pages. Riley might think it's actually him. Ben might be thinking it's probably hackers. This is chaos. And again, this that that is me assuming. I don't know. Oh Allegedly. So then the fandom does some digging. They do not find any death announcements in Lebanon for a fady. And they even look up his name in Arabic too on Facebook to see if any memorial posts were shared on there and nothing came up. Oh my God. Do we get an answer? I need to know. Do we get an yes. answer? Okay, yes. okay, good. Okay. Whew. Riley also tweeted, quote, he sent me a voice note this morning and I opened it on my work phone. It's definitely him. End quote. I don't trust anything Riley says. They're a little sketch. <laughs> so we have the voice memo and we're going to play it. Oh my God. I'm sending it to you now. This is too much. Um, the recording, the original recording obviously does not exist because Riley deactivated their account. But there are memes created with this sound. And that is where we have a source from. Again, this will be on our website. But um, let's just play it. Are you ready, Allie? Okay. Oh, my God. This is me. Don't do anything crazy, please. This is me. Is that what he's saying? I think he's saying, please, you have to believe me. Don't do anything crazy. Uh, it's really me. Something like that. It seems Fady got so far into this lie that he's like, shit, what do I do now? How do you get out of that at that point? You're trending worldwide. Exactly. Oh my god. I would change my name. I would change my <laughs> whole identity. Yeah, I mean, what else can you do? Yeah. So it's the original recording, which does not exist anymore. It was a video of someone holding up a BlackBerry phone and then that recording playing. So I'm assuming Riley used their phone, their iPhone, to record their work phone playing it. Okay, okay, okay. And people use that video, the same video, with their own audio. Like, it just became a meme at this point. <laughs> people would be like, oh my god, Fady's a voicemail memo leaked. And it would be like the breathing part of Nicki Minaj's Roman Holiday. You know, you know what I'm talking <laughs> yeah. about? Yeah. Or that one sound clip that's like, this is for Rachel, you big, fat, white, nasty-smelling white bitch. You know? Oh, yes, <laughs> yes. Like... Or, um, I'm sorry, the old Taylor can't come to the phone right now. Why? Oh, because she's dead. Like, it just became a huge meme at this point. This is, like, so far into the Twitter sphere. Like, I have not been this far in on, like, the in-crowd knowledge in a very long time. Probably ever. Yeah. Like, to see those memes, you would have to understand the entire context of everything else. Like, yep. I would have never understood those memes otherwise. <laughs> 
Yeah, we go straight to the source. Yeah. So then Riley tweets, quote, trigger warning suicide. A different family member of Fady's, who I found on Facebook and confirmed relation to, is saying Fady is currently asleep and alive, staying with his mom in Lebanon. We think the initial family member was Fady masquerading and he faked his death. We'll update ASAP. And then there is a screenshot attached to this tweet that says, I swear that he is fine and he is with his mother. Don't worry. And if I have another news, I will tell you tomorrow. Then there are more tweets by Riley saying, quote, This is a sensitive situation, so I've shut off comments for now. I know some of you are angry, hurt, and confused. So are we. We're trying to get to the very bottom of everything. As of current, I believed he faked his death. I'll confirm more as soon as I know. There is a lot of confusion. The initial family member was never confirmed to be Fady. It was a random number Fady gave us that was coincidentally on the same network as Fady. This family member is someone I independently found on Facebook. I think he was pretending to be her, end quote. Oh my god. So now we have Riley confirming this is all made up. I'm on neither team. I do appreciate Riley for constantly updating us, though. Yeah, I mean, Riley is the only source of information. Riley's like the Anthony Fauci of like <laughs> this stand drama and i do think they're an important source because they were not romantically involved with fady like ben was mm-hmm. so he might have other motivations in this situation but riley is just a friend to both of them we're getting close to the end okay we're getting to ben's instagram posts now oh god i believe these are three separate screenshots and that two of them are from the same post. And that the third one was its own standalone post. Again, these are all screenshots. I, I can't tell. And I don't know what's the correct order. This is so messy. But I think it's important that I, I read them all. Okay. Picture number one. And these are all notes app screenshots, by the way. Okay. Quote, Fady is alive. A woman called Georgina told us Fady passed away. Georgina is Fady's cousin who counseled me for free after Fady's first suicide attempt. I just have to say, this is why you trust the first red flag. If you get one (laughs) red flag from your therapist, from your boyfriend, from your girlfriend, from whoever, you leave. Leave your therapist if they're your ex-boyfriend's cousin. (laughs) Continuing the quote. Oh my god. We found his Facebook and his family's Facebook. Turns out Georgina is his grandmother, and he's staying in Lebanon with his mom. Fady said she ran away to New York. Fady emotionally abused and manipulated me throughout our relationship. He pretended to be a counselor under the name Georgina so he could manipulate and get to know me. The cousin he pretended was pregnant and had baby problems. He lied throughout our whole relationship. He emotionally destroyed me as a human being. He sent me voice memos of him crying, begging us to get back together. He ruined my mental health. He has my address. He knows every part of my life. I do not know what to fucking feel right now. End quote. Of the first photo. Any thoughts, Allie? I mean, I was about to say, okay, I'm team Ben, but then I remembered the dick pics to minors thing, and I was like, okay, still no, still no. But you can... 
recognize that a person is horrible, but also recognize that they were put through hell. You know? Yeah, yeah. Not, Not excusing his behavior, but also yeah. like he's probably very fucked up by the situation too. In the case of just Baby and Ben, Ben does seem like the victim. In the case of Ben, in the larger scheme of all of his actions, Ben's still a horrible person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think we need to explicitly call out, Georgina was never real. Who was the therapist? It was Fady. The therapist was Fady? Yes, Allie, that's what I just read. Fady, Ben was going to Fady. And Fady was pretending to be Georgina. What? Okay, 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 okay. Wow. Yeah, so let me, let me just reread that little part. Okay. Quote, he pretended to be a counselor under the name Georgina so he could manipulate and get to know me. The cousin he pretended to be was pregnant and had baby problems, end quote. So he pretended to be a pregnant woman. I am absolutely speechless. My wash just told me even a minute of breathing can help you concentrate. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, yeah, definitely didn't get that at first because I just like that's this would be a novel. Continuing. Why is this not currently a novel? I guess <laughs> well, you it's, wrote a <laughs> it's a podcast episode. It's a podcast episode now. All right, next screenshot. Quote: This confirmed Fady. Okay, there's some uh, grammar issues in this post, so I'm just going to read it as it comes out of my mouth. Sounds good. Quote, the confirmed family member said he is asleep right now in his room in Lebanon with his mom. This means he faked his own death. He manipulated and lied to all of us. I don't know how I'm ever going to recover from this. I'm so sorry to everyone messaging me. We're all emotionally distraught and confused over this. We're trying to get to the bottom of everything. End quote. I am rattled. <laughs> like people who fake their death, like you see it in movies. This is why you don't do things that you see in movies in real life. Yes, ma'am. 100%. <laughs> so now let's get to the third screenshot, notes app screenshot post. Yeah. I believe this one might have been posted a little bit before the other two that I read. Okay. Again, I don't have the timestamps. Okay. He says, quote, I know many people are confused, hurt, lashing out. This is the most fucked up situation my friends and I have ever dealt with. Like we were all lied to and manipulated. This family member that we contacted confirmed he doesn't have a cousin, Georgina. The same woman that told us he passed away. Georgina! This whole thing has been going on for almost a week in our close friendship group. It's Hella. I don't know why you said Hella. Please, please respect everyone updating. This is insane. End quote. So the family member that they independently contacted on Facebook, it's not one that contacted them first. They asked, is Georgina real? And they were like, no, we don't have a cousin named Georgina. I have two thoughts on this. First, I think Fady was a Gossip Girl fan because the Georgina name yep. just really fits. <laughs> Second... It must have been really convenient for Fady that he had previously created this Georgina person to be a fake therapist to his on-again, off-again boyfriend for the instance when he decided to fake his own death. Oh, wow, I have a family member that I've already pre-created. 
Exactly. Now they have two uses. And there was no reason to believe that Georgina wasn't real, you know? So, of course, Riley and Ben believed it when they said, yeah, he's gone. He is dead. Fady is the main character. (laughs) Like, there is no other main character. He is messy. He's crazy. I believe all of this uh, information about it becoming clear that he faked all of this happened on June 29th. So this is like less than 10 days of the original announcement that he died. Wow. Like, wow. What a roller coaster ride. Again, I'm not positive of all the specific times. This could have been slightly out of order because it happened so fast. So Ben also at one point during these few days shared screenshots of his conversation with Georgina as proof, which we'll have on our website. But one of the biggest takeaways from it is that the counselor would tell Ben to pretend to get back together with Fady and then really break up with him later. But now that we know that the counselor was Fady, it was Fady telling Ben to pretend to get back together with him. The layers to this, it's just all insane. So then Fady goes live on Instagram. What? It's 11 minutes long and we're only going to play one minute of it. Okay. I just like never expected my family to lie to people online and tell them that I passed away. I never really expected this at all. I'm just like, it was like crazy, the whole situation. I never made Riley. I, I was like, if you are like actually kidnapped, why would you actually like um, email someone? It makes absolutely no sense. It just makes no sense at all to email someone and or like to do anything. You cannot email someone. And you just, you just never like, no, but if you're actually kidnapped, why would you email someone? Why would you, if I faked like my death, why would I email them? Why did I like, why would I email them after two days if I was faking it? Like, why would I like blow my like cover, if you would call it, and just like tell them? Um, I don't know what to say or like how to, how to deal with this at this point. It's just like, it's not something I've ever expected. I, I was never like dragged by thousands of people who were just like, I'm, I'm not a celebrity, I'm no one. I'm just like a stupid stand online. So that is a clip from Beatty going live on his Instagram. It is 11 minutes long. We will have a link to a recording of this, but some of the main takeaways include Beatty denying everything. He says that his family members did not like him being so online and so big on Stan Twitter that they independently messaged his friends to tell him that he died. That was his excuse. He was saying, like, he blamed it on his family. He did not do any of that. His family members are the ones who are like, he died. Sorry, everyone. And it's because they didn't like him being online. He also said that someone must have been sending the emails to Riley and Ben, but it wasn't him because why would he do that? That's just stupid if he was actually kidnapped. Like, why would he be the one to send the emails? Like, that's just begging to get caught. He says he's not a catfish. Like, he's just a real person. He's not a celebrity. He's just a stand online. Yeah, I mean, you can watch the entire 11 minutes, but it's just him denying it all. Yeah. Denying all of the allegations and having an excuse for every little thing. And kind of just, like, gaslighting everyone who was involved. 
what else would you expect from Fady after all these other actions? Yep. And Fady threatened to sue Ben and Riley as well. For like defamation, I guess. I get. I mean, he couldn't really do that. So no. I know. <laughs> so to end this with one last post from Ben. <laughs> I do just want to share that I, I think Fady had like a like an alt Twitter account where he would tweet things about the situation on a private account. Yeah. And people would screenshot it and send it to Ben. And Ben put on his Instagram a screenshot of one of these tweets from Fady's alt account, allegedly. And the tweet said, I wish I never dated him or met him. Wish I never loved him. I pursued a dream thinking it could be true and got heartbroken when I knew it was so easy for this to end any minute for him, end quote. And Ben captioned the screenshot and said, baby girl, you faked your own death. Cried. You were going to end your life four times. Got your own family to tell your friends you passed. Made up an alias and pretended to be my counselor to feed me <laughs> stories about money. Camera footage not being released. Mansions, etc. Like it was an episode of Chicago PD. You then blamed your friends for everything that happened to you, like you didn't lie about every aspect of your life to begin with. Stop lying and blaming us. I'm not sorry for dragging this out one last time. It's old now. We forgot you existed and are living our best lives. But yeah, all jokes aside, get it together, man. This is embarrassing. Also, if you're reading this, stream lover and whatever cupcake shit I used to tweet, end quote. Wow! The last line. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, just a definition, uh, cupcake, that term is used uh, kind of like a, in a derogatory way towards some Swiffers, the way oh, that what? some people, um, it's kind of like the term like local, like oh. calling someone a local. Cupcake is like the local version of Taylor Swift fans. So how is it derogatory? Um, it's basically a person who, if Taylor says jump, they'll uh, say how high okay. they love everything she does no matter what they yeah. will defend her even when she's being messy they will attack people who are like i'm not the biggest fan of blah 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 you yeah. know they are just like everything is amazing i um there's actually a cupcake i want to do our next episode on who um they're they're basically crazy stands that are just very basic and their identity is Taylor Swift. And whatever Taylor Swift is, that is their personality. You know, like, they aren't their own thing. Yeah. And I could be totally wrong if you guys are listening and you're like, that's not what a cupcake is. Again, I'm just getting this from context clues. There's not an Urban Dictionary thing for cupcake. This is just my <laughs> context clues over here. So please correct my definition if that is incorrect. But to me, it's, like, a local, but for yeah. Taylor Swift fans. Um. Cressy, I'm getting a little scared. (laughs) Why? Well, like, A, I mean, I feel like if Fady or Ben knew that there is a, like, podcast episode about them, they're definitely going to listen. And then, (laughs) B, I just, like, the next person that you're saying is a cupcake who attacks anyone who says anything negative about Taylor Swift, we've said some, like, criticisms we're gonna be the next stand drama piece well i do just want to say everything we talked about in this episode has a source anytime we interjected our own opinion that was obviously our opinion we used the word allegedly 
<laughs> and also, let's let's just get in the difference between defamation, slander, and libel, all right? Oh, God. If, if Ben, Fady, anyone listening wants to be upset, uh, defamation is a false statement presented as fact that causes injury or damage to a character of the person is about. Slander is an untrue defamatory statement that is spoken orally. So, you may want to claim slander because we are speaking to refer back the legal definition of defamation we have not presented anything as fact so even if 10 percent of this is true like believe what you want to believe i know the law baby let's go so to close out this episode we are going to play a one minute song created about this stand drama he wrote this song about Fady. So let's let's just close it out and let it play as we roll the credits. <laughs> Fady, Fady, so thank you for listening to another episode of Good for a Weekend. You can find us on social media at GFA Weekend or on TikTok at Good for a Weekend Podcast. You can find all the sources for this episode at gfaweekend.com. Don't try and sue us, because I know the law, baby.